Welcome back to episode number two of Untapped. Today, I want to talk about what is untapped human potential. My biggest passion in life has been pursuing my potential for as long as I've known, and also seeing potential in others and helping them to recognize it for themselves and then do something about it. And hence why the idea for a podcast show called Untapped leapt into my mind in late December last year and simply wouldn't let me go until I did something about it. So here we are. Welcome to the show. I'm so curious about how to develop more potential. How do we live up to our potential and go beyond it? What even is potential and are there different types of it? Who are the foremost experts in human potential and personal development and what can you and I learn from them? Then how can you and I apply this across all the areas of our lives that matter? Relationships, wealth, health, career, business, personal growth, spirituality, and contribution. I figure that I may not be able to become the best in the world, but I can become the best version of myself. And I feel like I've given this a great shot over the years, like in 2004, when I took myself on a 10-month journey to understand the weird, weird world of body sculpting and competed in my first and only competition. Lots of weightlifting, learning, sacrifice, and chicken and broccoli later, and there I was, standing on stage, all bronzed up, in a tiny blue spangly bikini costume, holding a trophy for first place in the New Zealand Regional North Island Novice Tall Body Sculpting Championships. Weeks later, less than 10% body fat on my body and hungry as I was on stage competing at the national level, doing a routine to What a Feeling from Flashdance. Or in 2007 when I trained with this fantastic group of women called the Sisterhood and by 6am, three times a week, I was out on the River Thames in London paddling with them and for a few times with Kate Middleton, well before she became royalty. And then in July that year we smashed a world record dragon boating across the English Channel to France. Months later, I was in Brazil playing World Championship Beach Ultimate Frisbee with the Great Britain women's team and somewhere in amongst all the training for that, hot sand under our feet, dancing, caipirinhas and too much sunshine, we won a gold medal. Strike forward to 2012 when I decided that cycling 6,500 kilometres down the continent of Africa from Nairobi, Kenya to Cape Town, South Africa was just something that sounded like fun and a great challenge. Incidents with hyenas in our camp, sightings of elephants running away from us, majestic giraffes on safari, 160 kilometre plus days of cycling and new nickname that I earned of flatly for the most flat tyres in a given period. Well, post that, that was the experience of a lifetime. And several more adventures and proud achievements have been had in between. And now I feel like it's just time for the next evolution of, well, me. To untap my potential, to live up to my own high expectations and not be limited by them and even go beyond them. And to frankly explore a new level of being and living that stretches me to moments of pure joy, lots of discomfort, and a whole lot of fun. Are you with me? I sure hope so, because I don't really want to do this on my own. So I regularly take on tasks that cause me to grow and stretch, and I like being in over my head because, well, it keeps me sharp and it pushes me to give my full effort. But I fear somewhere in the depths of 2018, I lost sight of that. I wasn't learning enough, I wasn't applying new things, I was instead in some sort of unhelpful holding pattern, 
like waiting for the airport control tower to give me the all clear to take off. I might even be so bold as to say I was doing what Seth Godin told me I should never do, waiting for permission to be chosen instead of choosing myself. So I thought to myself, enough is enough. It's a new year and I've got a fresh new perspective, while at the same time being back to my normal self, which is a self I typically quite like. Here are a few key ways I'm going to live up to and even beyond my potential throughout the course of, well, this year, hopefully my life, during this podcast, my vlog, and as I live write a book on this very topic. And I hope you can apply these things too. Number one is to focus on today, not tomorrow, not yesterday, but right now. It doesn't matter whether yesterday was good or bad, it's over. So don't get stuck there. And don't focus on the future too. Sure, I can think about my big goals and dreams, but more important is what one action can I take today that will make a difference in the future? Because you can influence what happens right now. So give the present day your full attention. For want of sounding cliche, it's called the present because it's a gift. Number two is to focus on my priorities. If I want to continue to untap my potential, I need to focus on my priorities and I can do this by protecting my time and my calendar. And you and I both know that it's all too easy to have your day dictated to you by someone else's agenda, requests, some may even say demands, or their priorities. No more putting yourself second to others. If we want to be our best selves, in order to impact and help more people, we need to prioritize ourselves first. Be selective about what you do because you can't do it all. If I sound like I'm preaching to you, it's because I'm actually preaching to myself as well. You and I both have the same amount of time in the day. It's not lack of time that's the problem here. It's lack of direction and focus. So we need to choose our priorities and use our precious time to accomplish them. Three is to focus on my strengths. I know what I'm really good at and I know what I'm mediocre at and I know what stuff really doesn't light me up and feels like a drag. I could focus on improving the latter two, but I prefer to focus on improving the stuff I'm already good at, especially things I'm naturally good at, because those are the areas where I have the potential to become great or even the best if I put in the effort, time and training. In other words, it's a good use of my time to focus on my strengths. Four, focus on my results. Number four, focus on my results. This one has been really apparent to me since I committed to training for triathlons in October 2018. I'm doing my best not to focus on the professional athletes' times and results and just focus on whether my personal results are improving. And it's easy to become tired or frustrated when you feel you're working hard and putting in the effort and not seeing the payoff. But by sticking with it and measuring your progress and continuing to turn up and make small, consistent improvements, you will see the results and payoff. I mean, of course, you need to know what you're working toward, what result or outcome you do want, what's the purpose behind it, and what are the processes you're going to take to achieve it. More on that in future episodes. But by doing this, you will stay focused on the big picture, visualizing where you're wanting to get to without losing focus on the present and what action you need to take today. And as I mentioned, I've really seen this come through in my triathlon training. For the first two months, I feel like I was training six days a week, slowly building all these things up and really not making any improvements. And then I started doing a couple of mini events. 
I was like astonished at how much faster, even though it was minuscule, I was than even a couple of weeks before. And all of a sudden I started seeing this form and definition of my body and I felt stronger and I looked stronger and I was stronger, but it felt like two months of hard slog before anything actually appeared. So you've got to give it time and you've just got to be consistent and turn up. Okay, five is to focus on my positive habits. I just started listening to my friend James Clear's new book, Atomic Habits. And aside from it being brilliant because he has researched it to the T, he's made me realize something. I've been doing a lot of what he's been doing his whole life too, which is creating and testing different processes that make me more effective than showing up and doing them consistently until they become habits, things I do unconsciously that really work. And as James states, The effects of small habits compound over time. For example, if you can just get 1% better each day, you'll end up with results that are nearly 37 times better after one year. Isn't that crazy? Oh, and what about this nugget? Habits are not the only thing that influence your success, but they are probably the most important factor that is within your control. Which leads me to number six, focus on what I can control. I realized late last year when many things were turning to custard, predominantly in my business and therefore finances, that I'd been focusing too much on things that were out of my control. You can't set goals or intentions that aren't directly within your control. You just can't and not be disappointed if things don't come off. So focus on what you can control and set daily actions, weekly goals or monthly intentions to achieve those things that don't have any external influence. I have LifePilot, the life planning tool that Josh and I developed to thank for helping me do that way more effectively every day, week, month, quarter and beyond. For example, I set a priority for how much time I dedicate to studying, painting or triathlon training and I schedule it in my calendar. I can't, however, control for the weather, for my friend being late or for there being a power outage and therefore no Wi-Fi. So with these in mind, I bring you Untapped, the podcast that will tap into how I can live up to my potential and even go beyond it. I'll be doing the research and experimenting on myself to bring you what works, what doesn't, and what just feels good, fun, silly, or maybe even outrageous. So make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and all the good places. And if you dig this, please leave a fresh new review so I can shout out to you with a huge thank you. Come across to nataliesisson.com forward slash podcast to get the latest episodes, show notes, and any links or resources that I've referred to in this episode. And welcome. Let's untap our potential together.